When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, guys? Welcome to Wrestling World. Welcome to this very exciting episode of Wrestling World because the news just broke about a half hour ago that Daniel Bryan has now signed with All Elite Wrestling, AEW. This news is insane. Not surprising, but it is insane because it was rumored that he was going to sign. But... It was also rumored that he was still associated with WWE, that he was under talks, is what I've heard. I don't know if that's true. So this is crazy news, because we were just talking about this the other day on my podcast. I was saying about how I wanted Daniel Bryan to sign with All Weight Wrestling because of the matches he could have. And the news just broke about a half hour that he just now signed with All Weight Wrestling. Which this is heavy speculated by a lot of people. Um, I, for one, didn't expect Daniel Bryan to return to WWE. I'm not surprised he signed with All Elite Wrestling. I think this is a better option for him. He's accomplished everything in WWE. So him signing with the new company like All Elite Wrestling is a big deal. Plus, can you imagine all the matches he could have now? Like we talked about the other day, all the matches that Daniel Bryan can now be a part of. I mean, can you imagine him in a match with Kenny Omega or Christian Cage or Matt Hardy or Adam Page or even Darby Allin for that matter? There's a lot of options here for Daniel Bryan. And with guys like, you know, Malachi Black signing with All Elite Wrestling, can you imagine that match as well? That's something we didn't get to see in WWE. So this is big news for Daniel Bryan. Like, exciting news. And I didn't I didn't really plan to do this episode. Like, I was going to wait another week to do an episode. But when I read this news earlier, I had to do an episode. I thought, man, I got to... I got to do a podcast episode about this. So I'm very happy. Not only the fact that he's signing, but the fact that I get to break this news to you guys right when it happens. I get I get to be the one to say, hey, Daniel Bryan has now just signed with AEW. Because it was just reported about a half hour ago. So this is very exciting news, guys. Like I said, this isn't surprising news, but it's exciting. I mean, I mean, what a what a what a time to be a professional wrestling fan right now. Everything that's happened, not only in the past year, but within the past few months, we've had Malachi Black sign with Ollie Wrestling, Christian Cage, and now Daniel Bryan. I mean, AEW, they're just swooping these guys left and right. So this is big news for AEW. 
Now, like I said, I have heard plans that, that he, Daniel Bryan was associated with WWE. But I have also heard another rumor that, that WWE had no plans to bring him back. So I don't know what the truth is here. But I can confirm that Daniel Bryan is now part of AEW. When he makes his debut, I don't know. I don't even know if he'll be under the ring name of Daniel Bryan. I don't think he will be. I, if anything, I think he'll be under Bryan Danielson, his real name. That's what he went by in Ring of Honor. And other promotions as well. So I do believe that his ring name will be Brian uh, Danielson. But this is um, probably big news for WWE as well because they're picking AEW is picking all these WWE guys left and right. I mean, it's like as soon as one you know leaves WWE, they ultimately sign with AEW. And Tony Khan, he has to be jumping for joy right now because. What a slap in the face this is for WWE to, to lose one of their top stars and then he, he jumps ship to the rival company. So in a way, this is like a blow to WWE and then who, who's to blame but themselves because they could have kept Daniel Bryan. Don't, don't get me wrong, Daniel Bryan's accomplished everything that is in WWE, so this to pro wrestling fans isn't a bad thing, but this to WWE, yes, it's a major blow. Because Vince McMahon has to be furious right now. Because WWE, to be honest, they've been struggling the last few months, and and now that this news broke today, they gotta be upset. Because Daniel Bryan, he's a great talent. This is a guy who gave everything to WWE. You know, he retired, he came back. This, he's an amazing talent, and AEW should be very grateful. I think this would boost AEW's ratings as well, in the long run. I mean, definitely it has to at this point, because... I mean, AEW and WWE, they've been on a warpath of ratings for a while. With NXT being on being on Tuesdays, AEW on Wednesdays. I mean, it's it's just been a ratings war so far. But this should give. I mean, this should continue the advantage for AEW with the ratings because, like I said, this is big news. But I'm more excited about the matches this guy could have. I mean, when you think about him signing with this, this contract, you think about the matches he could have, the potential storylines. I would love to see him and Darby Allen go at it. But I would also love to see him and uh, Malachi Black, Tommy N, go at it. Which, like I said, that's something we didn't see in WWE. That's, that's something that they could have done. That's a missed opportunity. When you look at all the missed opportunities WWE could have had, the matches they could have had with Daniel Bryan, but now we could potentially see that in AEW. We could see those kind of matches. I think a match with Darby Allen would, Allen would be great too. Chris Jericho, you know, MJF, 
I think it'll be a really fun match. And Daniel Bryan, he's in the prime of his career right now. You know, he's in good shape. He's kept himself in good shape. And he could still put on he could still put on a great performance as well. But like I said, man, you know, WWE they dropped the ball with them. If anything, they gotta be hurting over this. Because not only is this a blow to WWE, but also um there were talks that Braun Strowman was gonna sign with AEW. But now when I read yesterday that that they could potentially be bringing Braun Strowman back to WWE. So I don't know. If something happens that Braun Strowman does sign with AEW, another blow to WWE. But for right now, guys, this is big news. And I, I know I keep repeating myself, but this is this is exciting news. Because like I said, this isn't surprising news, but this was this was speculated. But now that it has finally happened, it's like it's insane to even put in the words right now. I mean, what a year Daniel Bryan has had. What what a, what a you know look at the last few years he's had as a pro wrestler. I mean, this guy has definitely. Had to jump through hoops to get to where he's at. You know, and then he had a setback in his career with that retirement. You know, winning winning multiple world championships, leaving WWE now and signing with the rival company. But I wonder if there's any animosity between Daniel Bryan and Vince McMahon that made Daniel Bryan not resign with the company. Did he want, you know, did he want something new for himself, or did something happen between him and WWE to make him not want to resign? It does make you wonder. But man, what a time to be a pro wrestling fan, right guys? This is insane. Like, this is big news right now. Very exciting news. I mean, think about it, guys. <laughs> I mean, what if the Bella signed with AEW now? What if the Bella Twins could sign a contract? Could we potentially see the Bella Twins? And what will the first feud for Daniel Bryan be? How or when will he make his debut? That's my question. Because when we've seen... Uh, Malachi Black debut, Tommy End, he came back as a heel. He had a surprising debut. But how will we see Daniel Bryan debut? Will he come back as a babyface? Will he be a heel? Will he be under his, his Daniel Bryan name or will he be under Bryan Danielson? I assume, if anything, he'll come back as a babyface. I mean, how do you not make Daniel Bryan a heel? How do well, how do you not make him a babyface? Excuse me, because he is just so well loved by pro wrestling fans. So, if anything, 
if I'm booking Daniel Bryan, if I'm Tony Khan and I'm booking Daniel Bryan in AEW, I'm booking him as a babyface going forward. If he comes back as a heel right now, that would be surprising. But I, I'm pretty sure that AEW has enough heels right now. So he's more than likely to come back as a babyface. Now, whether he aligns himself with anybody is to be seen. I don't know. But man, guys, this is big. And I'm hoping that Daniel Bryan has major success in AEW. Because like I said, he had success in WWE, but they dropped the ball. They had some missed opportunities. So what will we see now? What is going to happen? I don't know, man, but I'm along for the ride just like you guys are. But this is so big for pro wrestling because, like I said, we had a hell of a year with COVID. But these last few months with fans coming back in the arenas, it's, it's been great. It's been fun. And I think we're on a hell of a ride, guys. I really do. But I wish Daniel Bryan all the success in AEW, and we'll see what happens. Because it's, 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 this is going to be exciting, so we'll see, guys. But in other news, guys, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, what a big night that was. We've seen a lot of good things with Money in the Bank, a lot of surprising things that I don't think anybody really expected. Now, I made my predictions for the Money in the Bank ladder match. I was wrong on both ends, <laughs> which was surprising to me because usually when I predict these things, I'm usually on the money. But this time I was wrong. This time WB had pulled one over on me as well. I think much like everybody else. So with the Money in the Bank ladder matches, I picked Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, or Matt Riddle to win. That did not happen. Big E cashed in and well, Big E won the Money in the Bank ladder match. To my surprise. Um, I know a lot of people had said Big E would win, that they expected Big E to win. I, for one, I expected somebody like Matt Riddle or Seth Rollins or Kevin Owens to win. As I feel that it was too soon for Big E to, to win. But when I think about it, Big E deserves to win. Um, so I, I do feel like WWE has made the right call. The only thing about this is because if you remember Kofi's run, Kofi Kingston's run with the WWE Championship, it didn't go as well. And then they had him drop the title to Brock Lesnar. And I think a lot of that had to do with Kofi being a part of the New Day. So will this affect Big E? No, Big E is not a part of the New Day, but with his gimmick. Um... Will he be able to be taken serious as a WWE champion? I, for one, I feel he might have a better chance now because he's not a part of the New Day. I feel like the New Day, him being a part of that whole stable, I feel like that would affect his run as WWE champion, much like it did to Kofi. Um, Kofi was just hard to take serious as a champion. And I think that's why Debbie pulled the trigger to have have Brock come in and take the title off of him. Which I'm hoping that they don't do that. 
I'm hoping that they give Big E a good run, assuming he cashes in on Roman Reigns. Now, he could cash in on Lashley, but it has been teased that he will cash in on Roman Reigns at some point. I mean, that's, I don't know. But I'm assuming it's Roman Reigns. I mean, what an exciting feud that would be. You got the power of positivity, Big E, you know, going against one of the top heels in the company, Roman Reigns. So I was definitely surprised by this. You know, I was, like, dumbfounded. But then again, why am I surprised? You know, because Big E deserves to win. I guess I just... I picked the wrong winner when I should have picked Big E, so that's my fault. But I, I would have loved to see Kevin Owens get it. I would have loved to see Matt Riddle get it as well. But then again, who would take Matt Riddle serious as a champion? <laughs> I mean, come on, look at his gimmick. I love Matt Riddle. I mean, in the beginning, I wasn't a fan of him, but I think he'd be fun to watch as well. But I don't think he'd be taken very serious. So Big E is the right guy. Whether he gets a decent push is to be seen. We all want Big E to get a push. We all want Big E to get a long, good push. But with WWE's booking, it's not about what we want. It's about what they what they want and what they see. So who knows? You know, and WWE, you kind of just figure that, you know, they make the decisions. It's not about us. We don't make the decisions. Vince McMahon said years ago he was going to start listening to the fans. That hasn't happened yet. He has here recently, but that hasn't happened yet. That, I mean, that hasn't happened in the last few years, so don't be surprised if something happens here with Big E. Because at this point, why would you be surprised? This is WWE, and we all know how they book things. I wouldn't be surprised if you know, Brock Lesnar returns and, and, and ruins Big E's cashing. Or they, or they take the briefcase off of Big E. Much like they've done to, you know, a few others. Look at what they did to Otis last year. They took the briefcase off of him, you know. I don't think they had a plan for Otis going forward, but who's to say they won't do it to Big E if they don't have plans in store for him? Because they are so focused on Roman Reigns right now. Roman Reigns is killing it as a heel. He's doing great as a world champion. Um, I mean, Roman Reigns, he could very well beat Big E. With him being the top heel in the company, it's hard to imagine them taking the belt off Roman Reigns right now. I honestly could see Roman Reigns holding on to the title until next year's WrestleMania. Because that's how good of a heel he is right now. He is killing it. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's my thought on that. You know, Big E is the winner. He deserves it. But then another one that surprised me, guys, another result that I got wrong was the women's ladder match. I, I picked Alexa Bliss to win. I also would have picked Liv Morgan to win as well. But I was surprised again by Nikki A.S.H., almost a superhero. 
aka Nikki Cross, she has now won the Money in the Bank briefcase. And not only has she won the Money in the Bank briefcase, but she has now cashed in on Charlotte Flair, and she is now the Raw Women's Champion. So an even bigger surprise. Like, like I said, this is another one that shocked me because I didn't expect this. But to be honest, I've read that Becky Lynch is rumored to return. So in reality, I feel like it, it wouldn't have mattered who won the briefcase because they would just be a placeholder champion until Becky Lynch returns because, I mean, she's Becky Lynch. She'll get a title shot as soon as she comes back. That's a title she never lost. That's a title she gave up. So I feel like no matter who won, I feel like they would just be a placeholder champion. And WWE, they probably felt that Nikki Cross or Nikki A.S.H., whatever you want to call her, would be the proper fit to do that, to make her a placeholder champion until Becky Lynch returns. Then they could do, you know, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte, Becky Lynch, um versus Rhea Ripley so they probably just felt okay let's put the title on Nikki Cross until Becky Lynch returns which I feel like this is the best result I ain't, I'm not too thrilled about it because I, I wanted Alexa Bliss to win I wanted Morgan to win but then when you think about it they would just be placeholder champions until Becky Lynch returns and putting the briefcase on Alexa Bliss so soon and having Becky Lynch return right now I think wouldn't be a good thing because then we would see, you know, Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch potentially going over. Um, so I kind of see why they didn't put the the briefcase on Alexa Bliss. Same goes with Liv Morgan. Even though I don't think Liv Morgan uh, would be a bad um, pick for Money to Bring Briefcase because uh, Liv Morgan could take a loss and come back. It wouldn't necessarily hurt her. Because we've seen with Morgan win lose win lose since she's come back. Even though she has she's has gotten a big push. Um I could definitely see, you know, them putting the briefcase on her, but Nikki Cross, I feel, is the right option to put the briefcase on for Becky Lynch to return. Because that would kill um any momentum if they put the briefcase on Alexa. Um, that would kill her, her as a character. Um, which I, I think, you know, I'm not so thrilled about Alexa Bliss's character. There's certain things she does that I don't like. I don't care for the whole Willie thing. I do like Alexa Bliss. Her character just that dark persona, but I, I, can, I can care less about that puppet. Um, so, so... For right now, I do feel like Nikki Cross, or Nikki A.S.H., whatever you want to call her, is the right option to to do right now. Um, Like I said, Becky Lynch is rumored to return, so we'll definitely see that. I'm surprised she didn't return at Money in the Bank. It was rumored that she would return, but she didn't. Like, I'm surprised she didn't return and insert herself in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Or cause interference between Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley. Not 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 Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley, but Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Sorry. Um, because it was heavily rumored she she would return. It was, but you know, rumor is just a rumor. 
But now with Nikki Cross winning the briefcase, I think the, the seeds are now being planted for Becky Lynch to return. I feel like we will see her return sooner rather than later. So that is definitely something to think about. This is definitely something that's intriguing. Because while I don't care for Nikki Cross's gimmick, I don't care for the whole superhero gimmick, I feel like this is a way for her to step her game up. This is um, a way for her to get over with the fans. I know the fans have been wanting her to you know, step things up and get that big push that she had in NXT. Um, I don't feel like this is the right gimmick to do it with. As like I said, I don't care for the current superhero gimmick, but like I, I like we were talking about this in a previous episode of mine about Nikki Cross's gimmick and about how this is make or break for her. And it's funny that you know I said that, and now she has won the briefcase and cashed in on the Raw Women's Champion uh, Charlotte Flair, and she is now the new Raw Women's Champion. So. Um. This is, you know, a good thing for her because, like I said, it's, it was make or break for her. And she's definitely made it. Now, um, but like I said, I feel like she's a placeholder champion. But this still is big news for her because this is her first championship. This is Nikki Cross's first Raw Women's Championship. And it's a step up from where she was. I mean, with the whole Nikki Cross gimmick, it kind of flopped. Um... I don't think this superhero gimmick is any better, but it's definitely over. You know, one one reason I don't like this superhero gimmick is because um, I just don't think it fits her. I feel like this is lazy. I, I feel like they could have done better if they were going to give her a new gimmick instead of a superhero gimmick. Because when you look at her character that she previously had, you know, that dark character, the dark Nikki Cross character, um, I just don't think it fits. I, I feel like... WWE just threw like drew something out of a hat for a gimmick for her. You know, I feel like this is lazy. They could have done something better. But if this could be over with the fans, then why should I complain, right? If the fans like it, then I'm satisfied. But all, all I'm going to say right now, guys, is expect a Becky Lynch return. Expect um, Becky Lynch to return, get her title back, and be the face of the company, be the face of the women's division again. She can get her title back that she hasn't lost. So all I'm going to say is expect Becky Lynch to return within the next month or so. I feel like they are setting up Becky Lynch versus Nikki Cross at SummerSlam. Um, or, you know, we could see Nikki Cross versus Charlotte Flair, which I think makes more sense. Um, what, what I'm going to project right now, and I'm not, I'm probably not going to be right, I don't know. Because I wasn't right at Money in the Bank, but I am predicting Nikki Cross versus Charlotte Flair at SummerSlam, and Becky Lynch returning. Becky Lynch will return at SummerSlam, or we could see Charlotte Flair versus Nikki Cross versus Rhea Ripley, which also would make sense, and I think it would be a great match. So those are my two predictions. I feel like one of them will be right if I'm dumbfounded again. I don't know what I don't know what I'll do, <laughs> but all I'm gonna say right now is expect Becky Lynch to return with with at SummerSlam or before that. So, so there's that, guys.
Speaking of returns, C Nation, Mr. John Cena has returned at Money in the Bank to confront Roman Reigns, setting up John Cena versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. John Cena was rumored to return at SummerSlam. Not SummerSlam, but Money in the Bank, he was rumored. And it was also rumored that he returned, you know, prior to that, that he's been rumored to return for weeks, but it finally happened. Um, this past Sunday at Money in the Bank. And he got a, a huge pop from the crowd. I mean, the whole place went nuts. I, for one, am excited for John Cena to return. The last time we saw John Cena was at WrestleMania last year in the Firefly Funhouse match against Bray Wyatt. We have not seen him since that match. We have seen him outside of WWE and the, you know, the movie roles he's been in, the interviews and stuff. This is the first time he's been in a WWE ring, a live WWE ring at that, in the la since last year. But it's, like I said, it's been a while since we've seen him in front of a live crowd. Because last year's WrestleMania was a cinematic match that had no crowd. So this is big, not only for WWE, but John Cena as well. Because this is the first time we've seen him in front of a live audience. Now, I am excited for John Cena versus Roman Reigns because we've seen this match before. Roman Reigns as the top babyface, John Cena the top babyface going head-to-head, -head, but now roles are reversed. Roman Reigns is now the top heel with John Cena being the babyface. So in my eyes, what I am predicting, I am pre predicting a decent feud, a little bit of back-and-forth promo action, and then a, a decent match. Because they did have a good match when they first um, had a match together. It seems like they have great chemistry together. And I feel like John Cena will put Roman Reigns over. I mean, obviously, right? There's no uh, reason to put another 17th title on John Cena. John Cena... Um, if we see John Cena, it's only like one match a year, if that... Um, but I have heard that John Cena is sticking to a full-time schedule. So, if that happens, could we see John Cena walk out of SummerSlam as a 17-time world champion? I highly doubt it, because Roman Reigns is the top heel. And with Biggie having that briefcase, um, the odds of John Cena winning a 17th world championship is... Um, not likely to happen. John Cena's, his basic role right now, guys, is to put other stars over. Stars like Roman Reigns. And he has put Roman Reigns over before. But now Roman Reigns needs to be put over again as a heel. And let's be honest, you know, Roman Reigns is already over as a heel. He is. I mean, he's over with the fans. He's over with, with WWE. He is definitely over. But what this will do, what having him um, face John Cena and you know beat John Cena, that would just make him stronger, look stronger as a heel, which is their you know their plan. They want to you know get Roman over as a heel. They want to make him look stronger in the process. So John Cena coming in, facing Roman Reigns, he's helping Roman Reigns. He is helping Roman Reigns, you know, look stronger. Which is good for John Cena because if you remember John Cena's career, that's not something we've seen from John Cena until the last recent years. 
we see John Cena putting over more talent now than he ever has in his career when he was world champion all them times. Because it was always John Cena went over. You know, John Cena was the top star. You know, we never seen anybody go over John Cena. And we have, but um, when he was the world champion, you know, rarely ever did you see John Cena put anybody over. You, you, you've seen him bury a lot of talent. You know, you think of the Nexus. You think of a lot of other people. You know, Alex Riley is another name that comes to mind. So John Cena giving back is, is a good thing. It's a good thing for the business. It's a good thing for these young stars. He's basically giving back much like Undertaker did, Triple H, um, Chris Jericho, guys like that. So John Cena giving back is a major thing for pro wrestling and the company of WWE. Because what that does, it builds new stars going forward. Things like that, when John Cena does that, it creates new stars. It creates the next John Cena. It creates the next Triple H or Undertaker. And it puts these guys over to, you know, lead the company. You know, because let's be honest, John Cena doesn't have that many years left in him as a professional wrestler. So him putting guys over is a big thing. So it's great to see, you know, John Cena return, and I'm excited for this feud. I think it's going to be a great feud. So we'll see what happens. Speaking of returns, guys, one return I am not thrilled about, and I don't think many of us are. Some of you might be, but I'm not, is the return of Goldberg this past Monday night. Um, and you could hear the disappointment in my voice. <laughs> um, I'm not too thrilled about this. Goldberg returning, but I'm, I'm not even going to talk a lot about this. I'm just going to say, um, you know, Goldberg returning, um, he's going to face Lashley at SummerSlam. I have heard that Lashley had rejected this match, but I don't think, I think it's a work shoot. I think the plan is for Goldberg to face Lashley at SummerSlam. Hoping uh, Goldberg puts Lashley over because we've seen what Goldberg did to The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Um, I'm not thrilled about this. This was rumored to happen. It happened this past Monday when Bobby Lashley faced Keith Lee. So let's just say that we're hoping that Lashley goes over, guys. I'm not going to spend a lot of time with this. Um, it's not something I want to talk about. It's, it's not something I want to see. I'm not thrilled about it. But Goldberg has now returned, which is not something that we should really be seeing anymore. Goldberg has had his time. I don't know why he's returning for a championship match, but that's that's the news. Goldberg has returned. So let's move on. <laughs> um, Karrion Cross has now made his debut last past Monday, losing to Jeff Hardy in a minute. Um which is shocking the world right now because Karrion Cross is a huge talent in NXT and losing to somebody like Jeff Hardy. Not saying Jeff Hardy isn't a major talent, but with the recent career Jeff Hardy had has been having in WWE is a big um, shock because Karrion Cross, like I said, is a big talent. And there was a big outrage on Twitter, you know, all over social media that Karrion Cross, you know, is being buried. This was a big surprise to me. I expected Karrion Cross to go over. I expected him to to squash Jeff Hardy that did not happen so this is big news 
as well. Now, Karrion Cross is still a major talent in NXT, so keeping him away from the main roster, I think, would be a good thing. Um, you know, I think the fans feel that way too. You know, putting because we all know what WWE does to their talent when they put them on the main roster, they kill them. Another thing is, is that Karrion Cross didn't have his um, um, wife or manager Scarlett with him, so that was a big blow that uh, fans have noticed. Um, we all know what WWE does to their talent when they come to the main roster. This shouldn't be a surprise, but. Karrion Cross, he should have won over Jeff Hardy. He, but um, the one thing to look forward to, he is still the NXT champion, so there is that going forward. So he's definitely over in NXT. Um, whether he, he returns to the main roster is to be seen, I don't know. But we shall see, guys. We shall see. Another name that returned... And, and and potentially got squashed was Keith Lee. This is another shocker, guys, because Keith Lee's been away. Um, I, do, I do get that they want to put Lashley over as much as possible, but Keith Lee was not the right pick. So this is another major thing that happened Monday night that was a shocker. That, you know, was the debut of Karen Cross and, and Keith Lee losing his, you know, match returning to Monday Night Raw. Um, this wasn't the right choices. You know, WWE's just, they they really made some dumb choices this past Monday night, and having Keith Lee lose was another one of them. You know, I, I get that they want to put Lashley over. I get that Keith Lee's a big talent. He's a big guy. You know, they want to make Lashley look strong in the process, but they're hurting Keith Lee in the process. They're hurting guys like Karrion Cross in the process with the decisions that they're making. And it's honestly, it, it's just, they're hurting their own product right now. They're, they're not building stars. And when you look at AEW and how AEW is building stars, AEW is signing the new new people to their roster, like, like Daniel Bryan, Aleister Black, or Malachi Black, whatever. And they're building these stars up. They're building the stars that WWE has, has let down. Um, and WWE is just hurting their product with the decisions they're making. I don't know who makes these decisions. I don't know. But whoever is needs to be fired. Because they are hurting their own product right now. They have NXT for a reason. NXT, um, I guess now as a brand, it's not a, de a developmental territory anymore. But... The whole point of NXT is to build new talent to come to the main roster, and they're not doing that. Look what they're doing to Damian Priest right now as another example. So, yeah, this this isn't surprising to me, and it shouldn't be surprised to anybody else that Karen Cross lost. I mean, yeah, yes, it is surprising, but is it surprising that they're bearing talent on the main roster? No, it's not surprising because they've done this before. Look at Shinsuke Nakamura, another one. So, and Keith Lee losing, you know, Keith Lee wasn't having the best career prior to his in-ring return on the main roster. I don't think they had any plan for Keith Lee when he got injured, before he got injured, I mean. So, I, I don't expect Keith Lee to get a big push. I have heard there are um, some heat backstage with Keith, Keith Lee and his wife, Maya Yim, or I don't know, Maya Kim, Maya Yim, whatever, um... I have heard there is backstage heat between the two, so that could be another reason why they picked Keith Lee to lose. I don't know, 
but uh, the matter of the fact that <clears throat> matter of the fact is Keith Lee has lost, Karen Cross has lo has lost. Um, major blow to them as characters. Major blow to Karen Cross for taking that loss. Something we shouldn't have seen because they built him up in NXT to be a monster and only have him lose to Jeff Hardy in a minute. And then Keith Lee returning is something we have heavily anticipated because we have not seen him in months and having him lose was, was a major blow. But like I said, Karen Cross has not had much success on the main roster, so this isn't a surprise to me. When, when, when I seen him, you know, when I seen Keith Lee in the ring with Lashley, I knew you know, Bobby Lashley would go over. And there's plenty of other talent to put Lashley over. Why they picked Keith Lee, I don't know. But it happened, guys. We just got to move forward because there's nothing we can do. And other news, speaking of big returns, you know, this has been an episode of Returns, I guess, right? Um, CM Punk is now rumored to return to pro wrestling. He is in talks with AEW, I've heard. Now, we, we've been hearing CM Punk talk about a return for years now. We have heard rumors about CM Punk returning. CM Punk has turned it down, saying he will not return unless the money is right. Um, like I said, I... There's rumors now that he has, has been talking about an entering return. He has, he has been in talks with AEW, Tony Khan. Um, with the heat he has had with WWE in the past, I don't expect him to return to that company. If anything, he would return to um, AEW or even New Japan Pro Wrestling. And yes, Impact Wrestling's out of the question because I, I don't see that happening. CM Punk is, is a big star to... Um, that there's no reason to have him return to companies like Impact Wrestling. When AEW and WB are the two major companies, even New Japan Pro Wrestling is big, he can return to Ring of Honor if he wants to. But right now, from what I've heard, he is in talks to return to WWE at this time. So, this is big news for pro wrestling. And like I said, guys, in the beginning of this episode, what a time it is to be a pro wrestling fan because you get Daniel Bryan signing with AEW Malachi Black signing with AEW, Christian Cage, Matt Hardy. And now we can potentially see the CM Punk return to pro wrestling. So yes, you know, 2020 was a rough year, but um, 2021 seems to be the comeback. You know, 2021 hasn't been the greatest year, but, but it definitely um, is turning out to be the comeback of pro wrestling. So this is good news because we have started out with such a horrible year and last year was a horrible year without fans so all these returns you know the fans are definitely being treated to to something big with everything everything happening in pro wrestling now and the fans deserve it if anything because we have been sidelined for so many for you know the last year without being in the arenas and watching wrestling Pro wrestling has been boring without fans, but you know what 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 amazing few weeks this has been. So this is big news. If we could see CM Punk return to AEW, this would be shocking. This would be a, a, a huge, a major slap in the face to WWE because of the heat that CM Punk has had with WWE over the years. With um. He had a staff infection. You know, they fired him. The heat he's had with Vince McMahon, Triple H, John Cena, um, 
So this would be a huge slap in the face to WWE because of his firing. So he can get his revenge and sign with the rival company. Because it has been rumored that he would return for years. It hasn't happened. Um, you hear those rumors about CM Punk all the time. He's returning, he's returning. Never happens, never happens. I mean, but now it seems that this is true. This is real. CM Punk is potentially going to return. Like I said, he is just in talks right now. Nothing is confirmed. He is not confirmed to return right now. But he is definitely in talks, and it seems to be he may return soon. Hopefully soon. Who's to say we won't see Daniel Bryan and CM Punk on the same show in one night? Who knows? If that happens, I, I do believe Tony Khan will have something big planned for a major show. Um, but again, if CM Punk does sign with AEW, this will kill WWE. This will kill WWE going forward with ratings. AEW will be the top brand. And WWE will be, you know, behind AEW. AEW will be like the next WWE if, if that happens. You know, it'll take a long time for WWE to build up to, you know, to come back from that. Not saying WWE isn't and they won't, but and they will, but it will take a long time for that to happen. With, with names like CM Punk and Daniel Bryan being on the AEW roster because that will hurt WWE going forward losing that talent and then not resigning with the company is a big loss to WWE and WWE with all the releases they've had they need to keep as much talent as possible they need to keep their major stars if they lose their major stars it will be a big blow to the brand it will hurt their company just like they have hurt their company for the last several months. They have killed their talent on the main roster. The NXT guys, you know, it, it's been bad. And, and they're doing, doing it to themselves. And you think with all the talent coming to AEW, you'd think WWE would learn their lesson and, and build these new stars. But no, they want to bring guys like Goldberg back to, to, to face Lashley. And not just once, but like the fourth time now. You know, when there's so many guys in the back that deserve that opportunity. Um, you know, they're creating like dumb gimmicks. Um, what else are they doing? You know, they're hurting Bray Wyatt. He's one of the top um, guys in the company. And they're killing him. They're killing his character right now with The Fiend. Speaking of Bray Wyatt, guys, you know... And I'm just going to talk about this, too, while I'm on the subject. Um, so, apparently, there's no timeable return for Bray Wyatt to return to in-ring action. There's no um, clue when he's going to return. I read this news on Sportskeeda, but I believe that Ring Ringside News has reported it. I'm not sure who reported this, but... The current plan for Bray Wyatt is there is no plan right now. Hold on one second, guys. But like I said, there's no plan for Bray Wyatt to return from what I'm hearing. He has been rumored for the August for, to return for the August 9th episode. I don't know if that will happen. 
with the news that just broke just a couple of days ago. Um, apparently, this isn't a creative issue, though. He doesn't have no heat backstage. And that he is being kept off of TV purposely. So I don't know whether Bray Wyatt will return soon or not. Nobody knows. But he is being kept off of TV for a reason. What that reason is, I don't know. Could it be mental health reasons? Could it be they're waiting for the right time to have him return? Would be my guess. I'm hoping, I'm guessing. But like I said, I'm, I'm more hoping than guessing right now because Bray Wyatt is a major talent. And SummerSlam, just around the corner, um, he needs to return soon. For those of you who don't know, SummerSlam is where The Fiend has made his in-ring debut. So having him return at SummerSlam or ha letting him have a match at SummerSlam would be a big deal. Um, I honestly expected him to return at Money in the Bank or the Raw after Money in the Bank. But when John Cena returned, um, I kind of figured that the reason they didn't have Bray Wyatt return at Money in the Bank was that would kind of overshadow John Cena's return. And I think more people would be talking about Br Bray Wyatt returning than John Cena, so WWE didn't want to do that. But then the next night on Raw, I expected Bray Wyatt to return again, and that didn't happen. Goldberg returned, John Cena was there, so again, if Bray Wyatt returned, that would overshadow everything. That would overshadow Goldberg's big rumored return. That would take the, spot, the spotlight away from him. That would take the spotlight away from John Cena. So I see why Bray Wyatt didn't return on Monday night this past Monday. Um, could he return next Monday? Maybe WWE does have plans for Bray Wyatt. Maybe he will return next Monday. Maybe he will return soon. But with all the plans they've had for John Cena Goldberg, um, maybe they just want to get that out of the way first. So maybe Bray Wyatt is returning soon. With him being rumored to return on August 9th, he could return soon. So maybe they do have a plan for him. But like I said, plans change with WWE drastically. We, we see plans change all the time, guys. So this isn't a shocker um, if the plans do change. In the August 9th episode of Monday Night Raw, Yes, he is being rumored to return, but that very well could be a dark match. It might not be we might it might not be Bray Wyatt live on TV. It very well could be a dark match. But it it, it would be so hard to imagine Bray Wyatt having a dark match on Monday Night Raw being he is a, such a big talent. He is such a big character. It, it would make more sense for him to return on live TV than to have him um return off of TV because we are anticipating Bray Wyatt's return. We are hoping he returns soon. So it would just make more sense for Bray Wyatt to return on live TV than to have him um, not be on TV at all. Because right now, um, Bray Wyatt, he, he, he's such a big character, and to have him wasted like this is such a letdown because the Fiend character, the Funhouse character, that's such a major thing to WWE right now. They paired him with Alexa Bliss. Now you see Alexa Bliss kind of taking over his gimmick with the whole Willie thing, which is horrible. But I don't care for the whole Willie gimmick, but 
you know, this is something Bray Wyatt started. This is something he needs to continue. I don't want to see Bray Wyatt with a new gimmick. I, I really don't because he's put so much effort into the Fiend character. He's put so much effort into the Funhouse character. So having him start a whole new gimmick would be a bad thing. Now if now if the plan is for him to start a new gimmick, if that does happen, then I hope that ties into the Funhouse character. I hope that ties into the Fiend character. And that we could see, you know, Bray Wyatt carry on a whole new persona. Like a whole new um, character as well. Much like how he, you know, he has the Funhouse character. He has the Fiend. We've seen him go back to the Eater of Worlds character in the past. What if we could see him, you know, take on another character? So that would be four characters total he takes on. We could see him take on the Funhouse character, the Fiend character, you know, the Eater of Worlds character. If he decides to go back to that um, every once in a while. And then we could see him take on somebody else. Like having a like, like add on to a split personality type gimmick, so I think that would be cool if they do it that way. I don't want to see Bray Wyatt take on a whole new different type of character because that would just kill all the time and effort he's put into the Fiend and the Funhouse character, and that would kill his momentum going forward because we've seen Bray Wyatt, you know, we've we've seen his booking in the past. If they can't get it right. You know, with two different characters, the Eater Rules character and the, and the Funhouse and Fiend character he has now, then um, if they started him with a new character, it wouldn't work. I just. I could see them bearing him. I could see them bearing a new character with Bray Wyatt. So I, I don't see that working out if they, if they go that route. If he does return, I expect him to return as the Fiend. I expect him to attack someone, setting up a feud. If that happens, I'd like to see it happen soon, August 9th or before that, or after. Um, well, not after, because SummerSlam um, will be happening soon, but they have time to build up something right now. Which is why I'd like to see him return maybe next week to give him enough time to have a feud with somebody. Give him enough time to build up a feud with anybody at this point because we just want to see Bray Wyatt on TV. We don't. It doesn't really matter who he feuds with. We could see him feud with Alexa Bliss, which I don't see that happening unless he interferes in a match they have with Alexa Bliss and Eva Marie. If that match happens, um, right now I feel like the only option, the best option, would be for Bray Wyatt to. Um, kind of resume his feud with Randy Orton or Matt Riddle because Matt Riddle is Randy Orton's partner so it is it is um, a storyline now that um, Randy Orton is missing that he hasn't been on Monday Night Raw and that Matt Riddle is trying to find Randy Orton Matt Riddle is, is wondering why we haven't seen Randy Orton so I do think WWE is planning something here to happen um, and this could be a good time to bring Bray Wyatt back. I have a theory. My theory is, is that Bray Wyatt has gotten his revenge on Randy Orton. Bray Wyatt has kidnapped Randy Orton. And this will set up a feud between Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt or, or Bray Wyatt and Matt Riddle. If this is even a feud at all. If, if Randy Orton decides to return because Randy Orton was supposed to take time off after WrestleMania. That didn't happen. So Randy Orton could just be taking time off, clearly, 
and then coming back and facing whoever, you know, they could just um, keep the whole tag team going, Matt Riddle, and not do the whole Fiend storyline, so, um, there's, clear that could that could also be the reason maybe they don't have something planned for Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt going forward. But now would be the good time to bring Bray Wyatt back if they if they do that. Um, like I said, we just want to see Bray Wyatt on TV. It really doesn't matter who he feeds with at this point. We just want to see him back. We want to see him in front of the camera. We don't want to see him on Twitter or. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we do want to see him on Twitter, but I'd rather see him in the ring than on Twitter. Um, he has been very active on Twitter, as a matter of fact. So maybe that is a good indication that he will return soon. I mean, it, it kind of, it's kind of a, a sign of positivity at this point. It's a good sign that maybe he will return soon. Maybe they do have plans for him, and we're just they're being quiet about it. They don't want people to know because when these journalists know these. Um, when article when when sports Peter knows and ringside news knows, they report it before it happens, so it kind of ruins everything. So, um, they want to keep things a surprise, keep people on the edge of their seats. And when he does return, I th he'll get a huge pop, I imagine. But it, it will definitely be a big surprise when he does return, which I feel like that's WWE's plan right now, is to keep everything hush hush. Until he returns. But I'm hoping he returns. Um, like I said, it's been reported that there is that he has no heat backstage. This isn't a creative issue, so maybe they do have creative plans with Bray Wyatt. Maybe he is building a new character. I don't know. We'll just see. But this is exciting. I mean, it's kind of exciting to not know and kind of make theories on what we think will happen next. But it is frustrating at the same time when you don't know when he is your favorite character and he's not on TV as well. I know everybody was afraid he'd get released, but be, but being that he doesn't have their heat backstage and being that he is one of the biggest stars in the company, I don't see that happening. I don't see WWE releasing Bray Wyatt because they put so much time and effort on building that character and making him stronger and doing, you know, things with him and, and making him a world champion. They put so much time and effort with Bray Wyatt, and Bray Wyatt has put so much time and effort in building that character and making him what we see today, the Fiend, the Funhouse character, you know. He's he's done so much with that gimmick, it would be um, painful to see him be wasted and released. So I, I don't see that happening, so... But we'll have to wait and see. I, 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 don't, I don't know what's going to happen. We, nobody knows what's going to happen right now. But if there's an update, I will update you guys on what happens on Bray Wyatt or Daniel Bryan. If I hear any news regarding those two. Or any news at all, guys. Because, you know, like I said, if I hear news and, it, and I can confirm it, then I will confirm it on my podcast. Um, But, yeah, I mean... If there's any news at all, you know, I'll report it. Like I said, I am um, excited to, to see what happens with Daniel Bryan and Aleister Black and guys like that. Or Malachi Black, I'm sorry. But, but that's the show, guys. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening. 
As always, I am looking for a guest. If you're a big wrestling fan or you have a wrestling podcast, please contact me if you want to work. I can have you on my show or I can be a guest on your show as well. Like I said, I'm always looking for guests, guys. So if you want to be a guest, you want to talk some wrestling, please feel free to message me. Please feel free to shoot me an email. I'm, I'm always available. And if I'm not available, we can work something out. But I want to thank you all for listening. This has been a great episode. I'm excited for Daniel Bryan. We'll see what happens, guys. Um, thank you guys for listening. Have a good day and good night.